Kyle Rittenhouse in his own words. It's November 29th, 2023, and these are your headlines. Now, you may remember Kyle Rittenhouse, who was thrust into the national spotlight after defending himself from rioters in Kenosha back in 2020, is sharing his story for the first time. The new book, aptly titled Acquitted, comes two years after he was acquitted on homicide charges after killing two men in self-defense. Made national headlines, of course. I spoke with Kyle about the new book earlier today. Check it out. Kyle, it's been about two years now since you were acquitted after defending yourself in those riots. And now you have the new book out, Acquitted. Why now? Why tell your story now? Well, Brandon, first off, thank you for having me on. And the reason I wanted to tell my story is because there were so many false media narratives and so many people painting a different picture of who I really am in their own minds. And I just wanted to come out once and for all and change that narrative and tell the truth of what happened, what my life was like before and change the narrative. I was tired of people saying I was this kid who grew up in like a wealthy family and I had everything handed to me when the truth is I was a kid who grew up homeless and subsidized government housing, living off of food stamps with a drug addict dad. And I wanted to come out and correct all of that. I wanted to correct the narrative of why I went to Kenosha and why I defended myself. What do you think will surprise people the most when they read this book? I think what will surprise people the most is I was a normal kid. Like I was a normal kid growing up dealing with everyday American struggles that most Americans deal with. Everybody has their own issues and their own struggles and people like to tiptoe around that and make it seem like everybody has the all American life when that's just not true. So I wanted to come out and say, Hey, no, life wasn't easy growing up. This is how it is for a lot of people. Um, this, uh, this new book acquitted, how can you get it right now? It's available for pre-order. Absolutely. You can go to rittenhousebook.com and you can pre-order a copy. You can also pre-order a signed copy where I'll be hand signing every single order that is pre-ordered for signed. Other than uh, the book, what uh, is there any other uh, perhaps uh, projects you're working on uh, behind the scenes? There's some organizations that I'm helping with behind the scenes. Um, such as Texas Gun Rights and National Association for Gun Rights. Those are some organizations that I help with behind the scenes. Awesome. Kyle, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Brandon. Speaking of the Second Amendment, Senator John Cornyn is doubling down on his support for so-called compromise gun control legislation. He helped move through the Senate. Back in 2022, last year, Cornyn joined with Democrats to help pass the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. And that law was criticized for incentivizing states to impose red flag laws. The purpose of such laws is essentially to deny otherwise law-abiding citizens of their right to purchase firearms by circumventing the Constitution's due process protections. It's something that has been roundly condemned by gun, uh, gun rights activists as well as conservatives. And Cornyn was condemned, of course, by the Republican Party of Texas during their convention which took place right as that gun control proposal was being moved through the Senate last year. He was loudly booed during his speech to delegates. Let me tell you, as somebody who was there, if you weren't there, it was loud. And if you were there, well, you don't need me to tell you. 
Additionally, there was a resolution that denounced red flag laws as a pre-crime punishment of people not adjudicated guilty that also moved through the convention. In fact, a poll of Republican delegates found that 67% disapproved of Senator John Cornyn. But now, more than a year later, he's calling the bill a good start. The comment came during a meeting of the Senate Judiciary Committee on the so-called public health crisis caused by guns. That's essentially the left's new terminology on how they're going to attack gun rights. During the hearing, Cornyn was praised by Democrat Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois, who said, that took real courage, John. That's what he said, referring to Cornyn's teaming up with Democrats. He said, we may disagree on a lot of issues, but at a time when we needed to act, you did your best, and I thank you for that. Cornyn was quickly criticized by gun rights activists for his comments. Cornyn's gun control compromise is referred to as the most significant gun control to pass in 30 years by the Biden White House, is what Chris McNutt, the president of Texas Gun Rights, told Texas Scorecard. He went on to say it incentivizes states to pass red flag gun laws, gun confiscation laws, without due process, amongst other things. Said this law has nothing to do with safety and everything to do with eroding the Second Amendment. It must be repealed. Now, to answer your next question, as I know it's coming, Cornyn was reelected to the Senate back in 2020 and will be up for reelection in 2026. Did you know you can watch Texas Scorecard on your TV? If you have a Roku or Apple TV device, download the free Texas Scorecard app. There you can find all the great Texas Scorecard video content like Daily Headlines, The Luke Messias Show, Heads Up, and Scorecard Documentaries. Download the Texas Scorecard app for free on Roku or Apple TV. Lastly, Senator Ted Cruz says he will endorse against the 21 Republicans who voted with Democrats against school choice in the Texas House. Cruz made the comments during an interview on The Chris Salcedo Show, where he acknowledged that getting involved in state-level races is abnormal for U.S. senators. He said there are 100 U.S. senators, to the best of my knowledge, 99 of them do not get involved in state legislative races. And the reason is getting involved in state legislative races and primaries in your state is stupid. It hurts you politically. He said, to the best of my knowledge, I'm the only one who not only gets involved, but I make a regular practice of it. And the main factor in his endorsements, he says it's their support for school choice. Cruz said his basic rule is if you've supported school choice and you're otherwise relatively conservative, you're likely to get his support. If, on the other hand, you voted against school choice, the odds of getting his support are zero. More than just saying he'll endorse these people, he said he'll cut TV ads and radio ads. Now, earlier this month, 21 Republicans in the Texas House sided with Democrats in killing the school choice proposal. Now, while some of those members have already announced their retirements, Cruz says he's prepared to, uh, prepared to do everything he can to replace them with more conservative members. This is not the first time Cruz has endorsed candidates based on their support for school choice. In the last election, the 2022 primary, Cruz said it was a critical factor in earning his support. That decision at the time led to a split between Cruz and Governor Greg Abbott on a number of state legislative endorsements. For example, while Governor Abbott endorsed incumbent state representatives Kyle Cassell and Glenn Rogers. Senator Cruz supported their challengers. Now, both Cassell and Rogers, Abbott's endorsees, won their elections, 
and then they went on to vote against school choice. This year, however, could be different. Abbott has made the issue his top priority and has already begun endorsing against incumbent members who oppose school choice. For more of today's stories, go to texasscorecard.com.